3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
4: pharrell on the bench coast to coast in the biggest way possible hey out the bad seed, the broken ate a bad apple, the bad attitude. Bad attitude, bad, attitude, bad, attitude, bad, 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 bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Farola Palatial. Right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves a little 420 holidays, alien ass hat hybrid in New York City. The big apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, to ready drive, some kind of fat and shake it up, should do. But all my Nickum rough at to fight to party up. Rats on the west side, bedbugs uptown, with a mess of tads and tatters. My brain splattered all over Manhattan. Shake it up! It's only rock and roll, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do. But I like it, yeah, yeah. hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with your boy Carver High this afternoon. Mafia is running it with Hayden Friday, LTN in Kansas City, Mahoma. The NFL draft, a birthday roll call on this holiday. Keelan Cole, 30. Luke keekley, 32. Brandon Bell, 35. Nick Benino, 35. Brent Seabrook, 38. Anthony Fasano, 39. Danny Granger, 40. Jason Avant, 40. Paul Bradford, 49. Todd Hollinsworth, the big 5 Same with Lamont Murray. Jordan Jordan, 52. Terry Smith, 52. Chris Penn, same thing. Alan Houston, same thing. Don Mattingly, legend, 62. Vachasov fatisov 65. And Steve Spurrier, the Hall of Fame legendary coach, 78. Today, happy birthday, yeah, happy birthday, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Yankees beat the Angels in a thriller in the Boogie Down Bronx, three to two in 10 innings judge getting involved with a huge first inning you got to hear it to believe it anthony volpe has been playing great for the yankees especially in the field making all kinds of stabs and throws over to first Mets beat the dodgers 5-3 scherzer ejected he was livid astros over the jays 8-1 jeremy pena three run shot o's over the nats Padres beat the braves one nothing on a Soto home run. Uh, Let's go Brewers, 5-3 over the Mariners. Milwaukee never loses. Pirates beat the Rockies 14-3. They beat that ass in Coors all week, didn't they? McCutcheon with a shot. How about Madison Bumgarner? Done, DFA'd. They're gonna eat 34 million of his contract in Zona. That's quite a lunch bill. G-Man, Troy the Buck's gonna miss eight weeks with an Achilles strain. That's called two months to me. A's manager Mark Kotze, did you see this guy dropping bombs on the umpire yesterday at the ashtray? That was fantastic. If you're going to lose 13 or 14, you might as well get your money's worth when you're going to get tossed from a game. That was great. By the way, the A's have bought land in Vegas. they are going to build a $1.5 billion retractable roof stadium near uh, Allegiant Stadium near T-Mobile right there and the A's are moving to Vegas, that's gonna happen. And then after that, the NBA will follow to Las Vegas and that'll be the end of it. Every team and every sport will be there uh, in Sin City. More Super Bowls, more Final Fours, you name it. It's always gonna be happening. Drafts, everything, Formula One races. Vegas is the place to be and everybody knows it. Davis Maddock will join us with all the fantasy lineups for tonight. Mike DeCorsi from the Sporting News is with us today. He's talking USA, Mexico, another friendly that uh, was played last night. We got afternoon baseball going on. We'll keep an eye on the scores. Tonight's games, we'll break it all down. Reds at Bucs, Roto at Philly, Dodgers Cubs, Tees returns for San Diego against Arizona. Mets and Giants at Oracle in the city, we welcome our radio affiliates. Sirius XM channel 159, our satellite radio partners. Of course, Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio in uh, San Diego, near to you, Walna, do you, Walna? And Sports Byline, USA Radio Networks in San Francisco, Deepak holding it down for us. The Grizzlies beat the Lakers by 10. Dylan Brooks, speaking of asshats, now trying to get attention for himself by challenging LeBron James to all kinds of festivities. What a loser this dude is. How painful is this dude? Honestly, bro, you've never done an effing thing in your life, and you think you're some kind of a. He wears like a 7,000 pound ice neck chain on. He looks like a complete idiot, and he wears, I mean, honestly, he looks. He is an idiot. I don't even have to look like an idiot. You are an effing idiot, you moron. Can you imagine trying to start that engine up, try to get LeBron James upset with all of his accolades, the greatest player of all time, perhaps? against dylan hack brooks who's nobody who no one will ever remember in the history of the nba they'll forget him so fast like a nosebleed honest to christ bucks beat the heat big 25 threes christ we'll break it down if we can nuggets over to t wolves with the cover uh jamal murray had a big game a 40 piece last night Joker 27 9 and 9 We're going to get into uh, the lion's share with Coach Young. We'll break down the NBA with him. Plus, we got your playoff road favorites, playoff game threes tonight, Philly, Brooklyn, Phoenix, Clips, SAC and Golden State at the chase in the Bay. That's going to be interesting. Maybe the Warriors will finally get an effing call in the series. They haven't gotten one yet. Maybe like like one effing call. Maybe they'll get like one call by the refs, the crooked-ass refs. In the NBA today in Carver High history, we'll go hockey. Carver High, livid after an overtime loss to the Canes and Raleigh. He is apoplectic He can't even function today, your boy. Panthers beat the Bruins. How about the Stars and Oilers? They, they got it done. We're also going to hear from Leonard Ellerby and Adam Kaplan today because this is Coastal
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
6: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
0: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. is uh, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
4: I don't know if you've seen the BetMGM Call Your Shot Wednesday. Carver High uh, does that every Wednesday. I did it on Tuesday for Wednesday with the Otani first inning home run right off the bat with that shot to... Right, uh the BetMGM players who place a $25 anytime MLB home run prop bet wager get a $10 bonus bet to use on any MLB game. How do you do it? Log on to BetMGM, get the app on iOS or Android, opt into the MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays and place a wager either as a pregame or a live wager in the amount of at least 25, the minimum wager amount on any MLB game, get a $10 bonus bet to use on any MLB game carver high and i are constantly hitting this opportunity for cash constantly getting like free ten dollar bets just it's just i mean it's just a rollover it's almost like the lawn guy coming every week you know that it's just gonna happen. we got home runs every night we just it just keeps happening
6: yeah uh we love tater time uh that's for sure we love guys who hit taters uh and daily we try to take care of those and we've got some tonight i mean Yankees start at the top of the hour, uh, Scotty. A 4 o'clock east uh, first pitch in the Bronx, uh, which we will discuss momentarily. We have that going on now. Obviously, we have a lot of playoff games tonight that we will discuss later. We've got the Zurich uh, going I'm on watching. down in New Orleans. As we're watching, uh, Cantley and Shoffley, what a shame, uh, missing putts all over the course uh, right now through their oh, first five holes. What a Team shame uh, to see that happen. To see that happen to those guys. But we'll start uh, with some baseball from last night. Uh, And as the Yankees and Angels get ready uh, for the rubber match uh, coming up in about an hour. Yankees did win extra innings last night. A 3-2 on the Glaber-Torres sack fly walk-off in the 10th. But let's take it back to the first inning for our highlight from this one. In fact, it was a multi-highlight first inning for Aaron Judge, Scotty, in the field and at the plate on the Yes Network. Are
4: you serious? High fly ball, deep center, going back Judge, still back on the
2: track at the wall, he leaps!
4: So, like, you know, we talked the other day about Stanton being injured. And I got to tell you, I still love Giancarlo Stanton's bat. When he is on, he is so lethal, it's not even funny. And then he gets injured a lot, and everybody knows it. And people have come to expect it, right? Aren't you used to it? The guy I can't afford to get injured is another one that gets injured, is Judge. Last year, he didn't have a problem. We pray to the heavens, to the gods. Like the Romans used to say, to the gods we pray that Aaron Judge can rise every day and play baseball because he is something else, man. Snagging home runs over the wall, hitting home runs. the Captain, getting involved.
6: Getting involved, indeed. Uh, Good win for them last night. Volpe's been very good also. Uh, some great plays in the field. Stole base, uh, a couple bases the last few days, too. Uh, Volpe's been eight. very good. Uh, for eight of eight stealing he's bases. Not, yeah, yeah, he's been eight of eight uh, so far this year. And the glove is what's impressed me, too. And putting him in that leadoff spot, uh, he's okay. It looks like he's handling it pretty well. So that's a spot maybe yeah, uh, that we can tough. leave him in. Uh, he is tough. Been very good. The Mets beat the Dodgers 5-3 out in Los Angeles. Uh, as they took two out of three. The story in this game, though, was Max Scherzer, uh, Scotty, ejected. Uh, We'll let him, because this is a pretty, it's a decent-sized clip of Max uh, going through the whole thing. He was on fire uh, when they threw him out of this game yesterday. I mean, your boy was going bonkers. He did cool down a little bit uh, by the time they went to talk to him afterwards. Here's Max.
7: So after the second inning, uh, you know, my hand it was a little clumpy uh, from the rosin and sweat that it was clumpy, clumpy and phil clumpy was, hand. told me to wash off so i washed it off uh cheater came back out there after the third cheater you know, alcohol you know i washed it with alcohol um, drink alcohol and rosin and when i went back out there um, you know the alcohol for a little bit there can be sticky if in rosin that can happen so he was like that's too sticky, sticky you need to alcohol wash it off again and reapply uh, the rosin
1: and Is so he I drinking Well, what, what, what was
7: he got down there? Sticky on alcohol? Like, okay, if that's a problem, you know, there's there's nothing going on. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's like, you need a new glove. Like, okay. So come back out. Uh, pitch <laughs> a third. Uh, and knew I was going to get checked in the fourth. So I, I'd have to be an absolute idiot to do try to do anything when I'm coming back out for the fourth. <laughs> so uh, in, in the, in the, you know, after that third inning, um, I'm in front of the MLB official that's, that's underneath here. I wash my hand with alcohol in front of the official. Um, More I didn't booze. I then apply rosin, and then I grab sweat. Um, when I then I didn't go back out there, and Phil Kuzi says that my hand's too sticky. Uh, I, I don't get yes. When you use sweat and rosin, your hand is sticky, but <laughs> I don't get how I get ejected when I'm when I'm in front of MLB officials doing exactly exactly what you want. And being deemed my hands too sticky, I'm using legal substance. I do not understand that.
4: Cheater! I, it's you know, at the end of the day, uh, he's uh, guilty. Sent him to the end of the line. Guilty. Busted. Guilty. Cheated.
6: Ten game suspension. suspension. Guilty. Done. He got the uh, Lester
4: Haze. suspension. Boom, you're done.
6: Get him out. Uh, see you later. Uh, it is what it is. I, I mean, these mats. It was a nice story. Nice story that he told uh it's not gonna change nothing he's it, he got the gate I mean it, it was it's, so it's done dizzying.
4: with it, it, the the um, the length of that diatribe to figure yeah. out he talks more than me and this guy just rambling he, he had on and on about say. how he didn't do anything it's just the more he talked the more I thought he did it
6: I would have preferred uh the mic on him on the field when they told him he was thrown out it was, probably would have been better than that Kotze uh quick. i don't know about uh, that That was making the rounds yesterday <laughs> Co- <laughs> the Katse clip was pretty good but uh you scherzer could, you was could pretty actually
4: here dropping bombs it was great <laughs> yeah, to yeah, have a mic you, on him you can the, the bombs he you was I, I gotta give him a 10 on that a, a a perfect landing
6: he was right too by the way uh Katsy. he was right uh to be upset uh over what that umpire did in that game the astros beat the jays eight to one jeremy pena getting involved on AT&T
2: Sportsnet Southwest on the right Alex Bregman a base hit to left. Pena sends one high. He sends one deep. He sends one out. Third career hit against the Blue Jays for number three. It's a three run
4: homer. Very exciting. Uh, They finally win a game. Uh, I got to tell you there's nothing I like more than them being average. I mean, obviously. Yeah.
6: Hope it stays that way, too. I hope they're average yeah. all year long. Maybe they'll even miss the playoffs. That would be nice. Uh, Orioles beat the Nationals. Padres beat the Braves. Soto had the one run uh, with a homer. The Brewers never lose. Uh, they beat the Mariners 5-3. to three. All right, the Pirates ran it up on the Rockies all week long. How about Kutch raising the Jolly Roger on at AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh?
2: Andrew McCutcheon oh. with a high drive to center field. Clear the deck. Cannonball! Clear to the, the deck. Cut the cannonball. Andrew That's McCutcheon, bad. home run number four this season. <laughs> the Pirates take a 6 0 lead. He is back. We're in the block and gold, and we love watching it. 442 feet. <laughs>
4: I mean, to tell you, uh, the Pirates are making me horny. I mean, honestly, every night they win. I'm going to bet on them again tonight.
6: Big four gamer at home with the Reds uh, starting tonight. Got to keep that momentum going this
4: weekend. got to beat the Reds. My boy, uh, Davis Maddock joins us every day on Coast to Coast to get into all the fantasy proceedings. You can catch him on Fantasy Sports today, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on SportsGrid TV. Hey, uh, Davis, I want to start with uh, this great matchup in the Bronx today with Suarez and Nasty Nestor. Both of these guys have looked real good early on, low ERAs, two good pitchers. Sun's out, should be a good one in the Bronx on 161st.
8: Should be a good one. I mean, honestly, I'm looking at this uh looking at this game, kind of tempted to take the underdog there. I mean, I am I'm just um I'm a simp for the Los Angeles angels, Scotty, you, you don't know this about me yet, but, uh, I just, I cannot get over it. Craig Mish for as long as we've been doing fantasy sports today. He gives me the hardest time about it. I'm, I'm Lucy with the football with them every year. I'm like, they have Otani and trout. How is it possible that this team is not the best team? They have the two best players. It drives me crazy every single year, but, uh, I, and, and I don't actually hate Sandoval either. So I I think, I think I'm going on uh, with the underdog there.
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, I'd say at some level he's their best pitcher besides Otani, of course, but I always like he's such a freak. I I consider him I always forget that he pitches every five days because of the way he hits home runs. What did you think of that uh, robbery by judge of his home run last night?
8: I mean, look. There's all. There's uh, there's like a cool little rivalry. Maybe not even between them. Like it's hard for me to imagine Shohei Otani having a rivalry with anyone. He just seems like probably the nicest dude in baseball. But there, there. Uh, we don't get moments like that in baseball all that often, where two of the mega stars end up facing off with one another, or there's some sort of climactic moment between you know two of the five best players in baseball. So I thought that was thought it was a pretty cool moment. Also. You know, I mean, look, Aaron Judge, great season, 63 home runs, awesome, all that stuff. I, I, If I had a vote, I still would have given Otani the AL MVP last year. So I thought it was a little symbolic of, of Judge, you know, robbing something from, uh, from Shohei.
4: I mean, honestly, you got to calm down with that. <laughs> there was only one guy that got that MVP <laughs> last year. Uh, you hit that many home runs. I don't care if you're missing your feet. Uh, You're winning the MVP. All right, let's talk about uh, another one. You got him on your uh, players tonight at two grand, and that's Tatis as he uh, gets injected back into that San Diego lineup for basically the first time in two years. I mean, he missed all of last year with surgeries and suspensions, and he is back tonight, and they're taking on Arizona. What do you think it means to their – and Musgrove's close too uh, to get those two guys back on that team because I got to tell you they've been anything but spectacular so far this season. The Padres.
8: Well, it means a lot. I mean, he's going to obviously be replacing one of the weaker spots of their order. You know, they've they've kind of had to been stitching together the team without him. Uh, I would imagine he's going to immediately come in and replace ha song Kim, or maybe they'll have him DH a little bit too, so Matt Carpenter doesn't have to be playing all the time. I mean, that would probably benefit them as well. But, I mean, look, you you gotta be a little concerned with these guys coming back after the long layoffs, and not even because it was a PED suspension. Obviously, that does give you a little bit of a pause when a guy's coming off of a anything performance-enhancing related. But, I mean, we see this in every sport. When guys come back after a long time, like you're saying, it's not just like he missed three months last year. Like, we really haven't seen this guy play in, like, what, 18, 19 months at this point. But, I mean, he is minimum salary. It feels like uh, the DFS sites forgot that he was getting unsuspended tonight, so he's going to be right? super popular. But they, they need him, though. I mean, they, they need him. They, and he's on that team for a long time with that huge contract. So they, they definitely want to see him hit the ground running, I think.
4: Well, listen. I, I think he's a liar, and I know he's a cheat, and I know uh, he was, uh, as Carver High likes to say, on the gas. <laughs> he had the he had the full premium uh, gas, uh, the you know five and a half a gallon gas in him, and, and you know I don't believe any of his numbers prior to this. I think he's been cheating since he's been in the show, and they busted his ass. I think it was recovery stuff with all of his injuries and all of his stupidity. But there is no denying, you know, with that said, there's no denying his talent. This guy can hit a baseball, and this guy is a great fielder, and I don't know what else you need to be, Uh, you know, it's like basketball. My daughter can shoot and she can pass, and that's why she plays high-level basketball, slower than a mule, but she can shoot like a man, and she can pass like Magic Johnson, And that's all you need. Same thing in baseball. If you can hit with power and you can field, you're on your way.
8: Well, the way it's been explained to me by people inside of baseball is that PEDs are, you know, it's not going to make you be able to turn over a 98-mile-an-hour fastball if you can't do it already. It's not not like uh, magic beans. It's not something that, you know, I could do a year of Fernando Tatis' steroids, go play a ball for the Kansas City Royals, and then be you know their new left fielder or whatever. It is mostly what you said. It's mostly recovery. I (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, maybe Scotty, you're giving me you're giving me too much credit. I mean, but yeah, it's the way it's always been explained to me is that it just it helps these guys train. And it helps them, because 162 games, it's a lot of baseball. They get tired. Your muscles get worn out. These guys have elbow problems a lot of the time, especially the middle infielders. And if you're taking the PEDs, your body's just going to bounce back from minor nicks and bruises like way faster than someone who's not taking them. So maybe it's a thing where he plays five times a week. He goes on the IL twice a year for 15 days or whatever, and he's never as good, but still pretty good when he's on the field.
4: Uh, you know what? I, I think you know what we saw him do in El Paso is certainly you know hard to replicate in the show. But this guy is so good that I don't think it's going to take long for him to get his swerve back, and he's going to be doing his thing. People are just going to not like him for being popped, and that's what happens to these guys, right? They get busted, and then they're they're not well received. Now all that matters is his teammates and the Padres. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of him. I can't wait to watch it uh, play out. You know, I get all the games. I'm going to watch their games and see what he looks like. I got to be honest. I can't wait, even though uh, I think he's a phony. Uh, I still think he's a great player. I know it's crazy to say that, but that's what I'm looking forward to. Let's look at your uh, lineups for tonight and uh, see where you uh, are going to spend your money in Daily Fantasy.
8: Well, it is a little bit of a smaller slate tonight. We had, uh, we only have five games. So we had the uh, the full slate during the day yesterday. Cody uh, Senga, who we've talked about a couple times here, he's taking the mound against the San Francisco Giants. Love we see him. how deep he gets into this game. I, I do too. I, uh, I, I'm really in on this guy. And uh, I mean, the Mets have to be pretty thankful they spent the money on him because Verlander hasn't pitched for them yet. Scherzer's banged up, tossed out of the game. You know, he came I, I was talking with Carver High yesterday about him. He didn't even look good. You know, he didn't look that great before he ended up having his uh confrontation with the umpires. Shamanai is pitching tonight. He's gonna be pretty popular. Uh Ronzi Contreras for your Pittsburgh Pirates, he's going tonight. People are on him. I'm gonna go with Matt Strom. Uh, you guys have done you, you know, Scotty, you've done this for a long time. You know when the rockies leave course field for the first time after being there for a while i think they've been at home uh, for almost 15 days now straight that first game when they leave course field it's like it's like uh you know you put on the the hangover glasses like it's just not the same they're always back well i guess not always but they're normally back so. that first game yeah <laughs> i there hope so go. i so bet we'll a lot of money
4: tonight. against them tonight I sure hope they're terrible. There I hope they have an awful day. So you have Tatis going. Who are the other position players you're going to roll out?
8: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think you can avoid going with Tatis today. He's he's normally when he's healthy, when he's good to go, he's like a fifty five hundred dollar player, something like that. Uh, putting Cody Bellinger in there. So we have in chicago this weekend i guess i don't know if this weekend but for sure today we got the wind blowing out of wrigley field you've been around you, you you've been around baseball for a long time you bet on enough games you learn about wrigley wind games that wind can take a warning track pop fly turn it to a 400 foot home run i mean sometimes it can take a, a freaking infield fly rule pop up right. and turn that into a home run if you get the angle right so i'm big on both the Dodgers and the Cubs. Uh, I I like both of them there. Brett Batty is still minimum priced. Don't really know what the deal is there. I mean, he's he's, uh, he's showing good plate skills so far. I think he's going to be like a $4,500 player pretty soon. And then rounding it up with Kyle Schwarber, just a really good matchup for the Philadelphia Phillies against Ryan Felton. I like all their power guys tonight.
4: So uh, I'm on uh, the Dodgers in that game in chicago and i'm also on the pirates and i'm also on that phillies strom i laid a run and a half there uh i got the dodgers at even money and i laid a run and a half with the pirates against the reds and i know Contreras pitching i don't care the way they've been uh hitting and scoring runs what they did to the rockies was surreal The, the i mean what they put up 50 runs there
8: yeah, and they're going up against Luke Weaver tonight. Uh, I, I just don't really see it from him. Uh, now, definitely the Dodgers and the Cubs going to be super popular tonight. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies really? and the Padres, I mean, everyone is going to have their uh, Tatis, Machado, Soto lineups in there. So I think the Pirates are one. I mean, a lot of their price tags are pretty cheap in DFS, so they just seem like a pretty good, low-owned, high-ceiling option after the runs they've been scoring.
4: Real quick, the Matt Sanga, I-, I think the Giants suck.
8: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Giants always kind of suck. The years they do well, it feels like just magic. You know, they they just stick it together with duct tape. And I'm totally with you. I don't think they're any good either.
4: All right, Davis, we'll catch up with you uh, tomorrow on a pay free Friday. Happy holidays. Uh, have a good run tonight and try to ball well. See you tomorrow, bro.
3: Beautiful. Take it easy, brother.
4: always good to have Mike DeCourcy on Coast to Coast, a regular every week from the Sporting News. Mike, uh, great to see you. our uh, U.S. team played Mexico in a friendly last night, some kind of Classico. And you wrote about a lot of the players that had to make an impact uh, in short order. They're going to play, you know, you wrote several more games that are going to be more important than this, but it was a good chance... Uh, to see some players that have to have some level of significance uh, if they're going to have a shot on this World Cup team at some level or another. Can you uh, go through the 1-1 game and uh, some of the guys uh, that you wrote about that needed to do something and make a name for themselves because we didn't
9: really get to see them do it in cutter. Uh, One of the reasons that this game was important for particular players is that because it was held what they call outside the international window, European teams, even uh, teams in MLS and the Mexican League uh, Liga MX, didn't have to release players. They weren't compelled to do that. So some of the uh, some, there, there was a regular player for the U.S. A new a new player Zendejas, uh, who is a terrific prospect who wasn't released, couldn't play. So this was an opportunity for players who could get released to sort of make a statement against a significant opponent in Mexico. And Brendan Vasquez of FC Cincinnati who. A lot of people were pushing to be on last year's World Cup team. Uh, What I wrote is that there was this this idea that all of a sudden because he had this great 2022 season uh, that they should put him on the World Cup team when he'd had almost no experience at the international level because he didn't become a really good player until the u.s was basically on hole 17 of the masters i mean it's just you know you got to be there a little earlier so last night was a big opportunity for him it didn't go great not really so much because it was brandon's fault but because those playing behind him didn't get him the ball much Uh, so that was a disappointment Uh, some of the others like matt biazga matt biazga of fc cincinnati didn't really get much run he didn't get on the field didn't get to start uh, didn't get on the field until about the 70th minute. That was a disappointment. So some of the players that could have used last night to make a difference really didn't get that chance. I thought Serginio, De- Serginio Dest, who I did write about, who does play in Europe at AC Milan, well, I should say he's a member of AC Milan's organization, but he's not really playing, which is why right. they let him play in this game. He was very good last night, as he's been on so many occasions for the U.S., And on this occasion, he was playing on the left side, left back, instead of the right back, which is his normal position. And he did very well. Uh, So I thought that was a good experience for him. He needs to get out of AC Milan to some other club. Uh, He belongs still uh, to uh, Barcelona. He's on a loan to AC Milan, but not playing. He needs to get somewhere else where he can get on the field.
4: So uh, AC Milan and Inter are in the semis of the Champions League. How crazy is that that
9: Italia is rocking two teams? It's, it, well, not just two teams, but the, the two teams from Milan playing one another in a game that high stakes. It's like when we had Carolina and Duke play in the Final Four last year. You don't usually get those kinds of rivals at that level of a competition this big. So it's really tremendous that they're going to get the chance to play. It's great for Italian soccer, for Serie A, which had fallen off a little bit over the last decade or so. When I really got into Champions League 20 years ago, AC Milan was there all the time. Uh, They were the team that won in 2007 and beat the Liverpool team I follow. They were the victim in 2005 of the great Liverpool comeback. They've had some of the greatest players in the history of the game go through ac milan as well as inter so th- th- the two of them playing one another is one of the really cool deals and then of course the other champions league semi-final is real madrid which is the biggest brand in the sport uh, against manchester city which has been the you know, maybe the richest team in the sport certainly the team that's done the best job of buying the greatest players right. so that that, that heavyweight showdown should be amazing as well. Couldn't ask for anything more from the Champions League semis.
4: I mean, uh, we watched uh, the Madrid just terrorize Chelsea in two games. Uh, do you think they can beat
9: City? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I, I think they have a very good chance to do that. Uh, Manchester City's in the midst of a really significant uh, Premier League title race, and I know that they've often said or at least around the club the feeling is that the Champions League is like the Holy Grail but you're still wanting to win the Premier League as well so they're having to divide their attention a little bit it's a they're, they're having to come from behind against Arsenal they're they're four points down now but they have one game in hand so if they presumably won that game they'd be only a point down uh, Arsenal plays this weekend I believe it's West Ham and then next Wednesday they play one another uh, the Ooh. proverbial six-point game, that uh, could be a huge one in in, uh, in English soccer next Wednesday.
4: Wow. So what do you think of the uh, Premier League in that, unless I'm crazy, right, they just play the entire season and whoever's on top of the table wins it. There's none of this playoffs or anything else. It's like whoever has the most points wins the title and then the ones at the bottom get sent packing.
9: Yes. Well, that's, that's the luxury of having a league that is constrained to 20 teams. You can play everybody twice. It's a 38 game season. And so you don't need playoffs to establish who's the best team. Whereas in the NFL, in order to play, like you've got 32 teams in order to play everybody uh, at home and road. What we'd we'd have to play a three year season. So it it works out well for uh, leagues like uh, Syria or, uh, or, uh, uh, the, uh, the Spanish League, La Liga, or in this case, the Premier League, they can have their regular season and then they have the cup tournaments like the FA Cup uh, to make up for that lack of, uh, of, of that championship game. The, the, the cup tournaments kind of give the, those leagues that element in, in a way that, you know, the NBA is trying to create that now with their midseason tournament I don't think you really can do that because you already have a tournament. It's called the NBA playoffs. I'm not sure that they right. really need a midseason tournament to, to create another title. If you were uh, in a different situation
4: than uh, your lofty status uh, with college basketball in this uh, country and with Fox Sports, hypothetically, could you ever see yourself taking a year to cover the Premier League or the uh, Italian soccer and like spend an entire season watching those great teams over there play out their games and just do it for the entirety of from belly to belly. Could you ever see yourself doing it?
9: Yeah, I mean, it'd be one of those things that'd be really cool to do. There's no doubt. It would have to be the Premier League because I am not multilingual. Uh, I don't speak Italian, I don't speak Spanish, and I I, I can say bonjour in French. That's, you know, I had four years of it, but I'm not any good at it. So uh, it would have to be the Premier League because I can speak their language. But I'll tell you, Scott, that one thing that is definitely true is that the American sports journalist has it way better than the sports journalists in all those other countries. Access to players, access to coaches, uh, we crush them in that area. Uh, I can go to an NBA game here in Indianapolis and talk to players that I want to talk to before a game and after it, talk to the coach before the game and after it. Uh, in that league, they barely talk to you. Uh, they they it, it, it takes basically a four-year negotiation to get 15 minutes with one-star player. So I'm happy to continue doing my job in these shores. Well, so why is that? Like, So I see uh, – I watch the Premier
4: League, and I see they have these – managers after games stand in front of that window and talk with all their sponsors behind them and uh, you you know i guess maybe you're right i i don't see a lot of players doing interviews but i always see the manager talking why are they so difficult to deal with the media they just don't respect the media
9: yeah i don't know i don't really understand why they don't see the value of it in the way that the american uh, sports organizations always have i think that one element of this that has helped over the years. Is competition? We've got NFL, NBA, MLB, uh, NHL, uh, major uh, major college football and basketball, WNBA, NWSL, MLS. We've got a lot of competition for the sports fans' attention. So over there, it's like Premier League, and that's it. So <laughs> the fact that they have that, they have that edge, and they can dictate a little bit. Whereas here, I, I suppose the NFL could do that but they've built their, or- their organization to this level by doing what they do now. So why would you change it just to be mean or difficult or indifferent? Uh, I-, I think it makes sense to continue when you've built an organization as successful as the NFL to continue on the road that you have. Have you ever gone to like
4: Trafford or any of the great spots, uh, Antioch, have you ever gone over and-, and at least seen a game live and been there and seen that atmosphere?
9: Yeah, twice. Uh, Once at Fulham uh, at Craven Cottage, I saw a game involving Brian McBride, who's a U.S. soccer legend, uh, back in 2006. And then for my anniversary, my my wife gave me a present of going to a game at Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, It was was a long way to go to see no goals, but it was still one of the greatest days of my life. Uh, The atmosphere is incredible. The stadium is great. Uh, It was a really wonderful experience, and I would recommend it to anybody that has has adopted a team uh, in the Premier League. Go do it. It, it, You'll you'll not regret it.
4: Carver High has told me on many occasions if he won the lottery, he would move to Huddersfield Town and drink beer professionally and support the local soccer team and all of their (laughs) hooligans. One last thing, Mike. That's absolutely great. What is the deal with uh, the charging rule that you wanna
9: change in the NBA? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't know that the rule needs to be changed in the NBA. I think it needs to be enforced the way it's written. Uh, because there was an article that came out after Sunday's uh, circumstance with John Morant and, and Giannis uh, that talked about how the rule needs to change. And then you look at the rule, it doesn't need to change because both of those should have been blocking fouls. When a player is in his shooting move and that means the ball's coming off the floor because once you do that you cannot stop that jumping doesn't start when you go in the air jumping starts when you begin to launch yourself There, is, you know as as much as like uh as spud webb could get off the floor i mean even he had to gather in order to get off the floor you can't just it's, we don't have jetpacks Uh, you need to put something into that. So once you put that into that, once you go down and you're trying to go up, you can't stop that. It's physically impossible. The college rule is the problem because they expect you to do it. The NBA rule says once you're in your gather, you're not supposed to be able to have a player jump in front of you. But I thought both of the defenders in that game, uh, in those two games, I should say, uh, they were not in place. Kevin Love was not in place. Anthony Davis was not in place when those two offensive players went and, and readied themselves to take their uh, running shots. Uh, it's, it was disappointing to see that because, of course, uh, John Morant got injured and missed a game. Uh, Giannis has been able to play. But uh, uh, I, I think that we really need to have that rule enforced the way it's written. Uh, and colleges need to look at changing theirs. So uh, what do you think of, I'm just going to ask you briefly, real quick,
4: uh, Your th- I got thirty seconds. What are your thoughts on the refs in that Sacramento Golden State? Because I thought they gave the Kings every single call.
9: Yeah, I I didn't think that they handled the the uh, Sabonis circumstance well. Obviously, Draymond got suspended because of his prior acts, and and adding one more to that, but Sabonis was not faultless in that. And I'm a big fan of his, but I don't think he was faultless in that. And I thought I thought he got off too easily. Yeah, I hope
4: that uh, the Warriors get every single call tonight so they level it out a little bit. We'll see you next week. my great stuff.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
5: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has
0: seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
4: I mean, Carver High, you got to be kidding me! Uh, tell him the story that you're telling me. I almost fell over. I'm on. I'm betting right now. I'm literally. I'm yeah. literally betting <laughs> as you told me that story. I don't have time to talk.
6: Yeah, this just came down uh, for tonight. Kawhi Leonard, out for the Clippers. Uh, right knee sprain, uh, according to these reports. He aggravated the knee in Game One. Played through it in Game Two. Expected to be day to day ahead of game four on Saturday. So no Kawhi tonight. The line has moved to six and a half. Uh Sons, the road favorite in Los
4: Angeles. Listen. You and I just talked about it. Can you name one person on that team that can score besides him? They I mean, literally, Uh, uh, don't even tell me, don't even say Norman Powell. Okay, thank you. I mean Storm and Norman. Zubots Zubats couldn't have more than twenty if they if the other team didn't show up for the first half. If, uh, there is not one. Yeah. Brody can't shoot. Who is gonna score for the Clippers? Oh, look, they,
6: they they have some guys who could maybe shoot some threes, but in terms of having a guy who can go to the hole every time down the court, get you a bucket, get you to the line. I, no, um, I don't know who's doing that. They're uh, dead tonight with him not playing. I'm not sure. Do- you're telling me that uh, Eric Gordon and Norman Powell are going to hit five or six threes apiece. Uh, I mean, that's the—I mean, I don't know what—I don't know where where else you're going to go uh, tonight you, if you're the Clippers. Do you They're love that problem. bet?
4: I mean, at six and a half, do you love that bet or not? Are you willing to make that bet right now off of that yes. news? Because, I, like, I wouldn't—I I didn't want any part of that game. Even at two and a half, Uh, even at L.A., at home, Fort Cliffs, I still didn't have enough faith in them. And then you're telling me that that guy's not playing tonight. Now, I never overreact to an injury, but I do when it's the only guy on the team that can put the ball in the hole.
6: I think even six and a half is probably a little light. I, I think it might be more than that by the time they play tonight. I, I could see a touch even higher,
4: seven somewhere in that, some in that area. Later. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing it right now. I don't even have time to talk. That's how
8: fast I'm Really, to talk to
5: across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh